Welcome to another episode of Glitter Hour with Mia Clemencia Fernandez, where we talk about life lessons for young kids today. Hey, Mia girl, how are you? Good. How are you, mom? Doing great, actually. Really busy week at work, but it was a good week. We got lots done and... A few birthdays coming up. And we have a few birthdays coming up, don't we? It's We're coming into birthday season. We've got... Whose birthday's first? Me! Yep, yeah, Mia's first, and then... then Mason, yeah. then Dad... And yeah. then after a couple months longer, mom. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't really lump me in with this group. This is the September baby family right here. But it's good to be back. It's nice to yeah. be back chatting to you. And we've got a good topic today. What do you want to talk about? I'd like to talk about coaching. Great topic, Mia. Why do you want to talk about that? Recently, I started coaching in jiu-jitsu. And I thought that it would make a really good podcast. Sounds good. I like this topic. Mia girl, my first question is, how did you find yourself in this position as a coach? How did this come about? Basically, we'll start from the beginning. Okay. I love jujitsu a lot and I still do, but there are some bits that I don't like as much as others. Mm -hmm. And I was, I'm going to admit, I was thinking about quitting. And then Professor Bruno, he gave me some advice and said, why don't you try coaching the younger classes? Mm -hmm. So I tried and it was really fun. Tell me about your first day, first day that you went on the mat as a coach. First of all, who were you coaching for? Well, on that first time, I was coaching for the three to fours and the five to sevens, but first I went for three to fours. Okay. And who was the head coach, though? Professor Almiro. Okay. He's very He's fun. He's very fun. <laughs> yeah, he calls himself Professor Peanut Butter. It's really so fun. Yeah. Okay, so were you nervous? I was pretty nervous because okay. I didn't know what to expect. It was like just stepping into somewhere blind. I've never experienced it before. Even though you've been on the mat a million yeah, times, it's different. It's different going on to the, the mat as a coach. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later because I want to I want to delve into that. But first, I have to ask between the three to four year old class and the five to seven year old class. Do you have a favorite? Hmm, I've got to say I rather like the three to fours. Okay, why do you like the three to fours so much? Because there's always an intro. There's always something that I have to do. There's always someone who doesn't want to listen to the instructions. <laughs> and I feel like with the five to sevens, they all know what they're doing. They know the rules. Okay. So there's more to do with the And if they the break the rules, it's more consequences to them. So they don't put their toes out of the line because... They know what's going to happen. Yeah. But right. with the three to four, they can just muck about, but they're young kids and they, they like just, to have fun. They just like to muck around and have fun. So, so you, if yeah. you had to choose, you would choose the three to fours. But yeah. you are with the five to sevens. Do you find that you tend to coach the kids that are white belts or maybe in an intro class and a new kid? Yeah, sometimes like Professor Almiro will sometimes put me with a group that's challenging and might not know what they're doing. Okay. Or, like need some help, but on days that Professor Almiro might not be, I'll kind of try and choose a group that I think I can help. Mm -hmm. And today, Professor Almiro wasn't here, and I chose a really good group because they had no idea what they were doing, and we were doing this choke called Americana, and it's easier to do it when you're doing it. And then when I did it, I was using the other hand. I didn't realize that, though, so I didn't want to them to bend their 
arm, so I was trying to figure out how I was meant to do the Americana. Yeah. So it's hard to be a coach, but it's still really fun. It sounds like you're describing a different perspective. Whenever you're experiencing it versus teaching it, it's very different. Yeah. That's perfect segue into my next question, Mia. So I want to know how your mindset is different whenever you walk onto the mat as a coach rather than as an athlete. When I walk onto the mat as a coach... Oh, I'm doing it to learn, but I know I'm not actually going to be... Since I know all the stuff that they're going to be doing, I'm not going to be learning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be helping my community. Yeah. What about having all the parents watching you with their kids? What does that feel like? Yeah, sometimes I feel like... I mean, I know how it would feel if a kid was dealing with your kid like harshly, like pulling their arm and going, Ugh, and I don't want to be that kid who's being really aggressive and stuff. So I, I try to make a point to be really gentle and calm and smaller. <laughs> I know. We, yeah. we did talk about how anytime you need to talk to them, you've got to go down on their level. So do you take a knee? For the three to fours, I usually like sit on my knees mm-hmm. and talk to them. For the five to sevens, I just stand because they're basically the same type side as me. <laughs> The same and then, size when, as you, and yeah. then whenever I kneel down, they're way taller than me. So that would make sense. I just, okay. I just stand up. So whenever you're walking on the mat as a coach, do you already know what the professor is going to be teaching that day, or do you have to pay extra attention so you can teach it? I have to pay extra attention. Okay. Because sometimes they forget to tell me what they're doing, <laughs> so <laughs> I just have to watch and. Okay. But figure out what we're doing. But you've yeah. seen everything before. Yeah, but in the five to sevens, they'll call it, today we're doing Americana in the night. You know what and that is. And then I know immediately what we're doing. Right. Today I thought we were doing Americana on Mount until they said, we're going to be doing it on side control. So I still have to listen even if I already know. Of course. Just because it might be different. Is it easier to coach or easier to be an athlete and just be told what to do? What do you like more? Um, well, that's two different questions. Question. Hang on. I said, was one easier? And which one do you like more? Two different questions. Okay, which one's harder for you? I'd say probably being an athlete. Okay. But I like them both really equally. Okay. Well, I'm happy you had the opportunity to coach. That's yeah. really great. Mia, thanks for talking to us today about coaching. Before we close out this podcast, do you have any advice for listeners? And I wouldn't think that most of your listeners would be coaches, but, you know, who knows? They might be teaching their younger siblings. This is what I'm thinking, yeah. So do you have advice for listeners that find themselves in a teaching position? So I'm thinking if somebody has a younger sibling who is learning to kick a soccer ball and you have to, you know how to kick a soccer ball, so you want to teach them. Or maybe you're a gymnast and you have a younger sibling that wants to do cartwheels, you know, so you're teaching them. In a way, you are coaching, aren't you? Even though they're your sibling. So tell me what advice you have, knowing what you know now about coaching. Be really patient with them. (laughs) Okay, good idea. Because they might interpret what you're saying a different way. So, for example, today my coach said, jump on the wall, and everyone started, um, and one boy thought that we were actually meant to jump on the wall. So you have to make sure that your instructions are really clear, especially if it's a younger sibling. Was this handstands? Were you guys doing handstands? Yeah, handstands. And, she, and he said, okay, everyone go jump on the wall. And then some kids just dash <laughs> into the wall for some reason. Anyway, so you have to make sure your instructions really clear. Okay, so first piece of advice, we'll come back to patience. First piece of advice was to instructions have to be clear. Tell me more about patience. Why does someone need patience? Well, they might be bunny hopping and trying to lift their legs up and you have to be really patient with them help them because you already know how to do it Mm. 
And sometimes it can be hard because you know how to do it and you can just say, and it's easier to just say, just do a cartwheel. Right. Right. It would be very, but I guess you have to think you've been doing this for years and this younger sibling or friend maybe has never done it before. Yeah. So I suppose you should also be very prepared to repeat yourself a few times. Yeah. Do you find in jujitsu as coaching, do you repeat yourself a lot? I don't repeat myself a lot in the five to sevens, but sometimes in the three to fours I say, for example, I'm just pulling a random name. I'm going to use your name. Okay. I'm just going to say, Michelle, can you please come forward? And then they start wandering to the back. Michelle, can you please come forward? And then finally, <laughs> finally, after a few times, they come forward. That sounds like a lot of fun for you, Mia. <laughs> Or um, be ready to go on a few wild goose chases chasing them. If they if they get bored, then make sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. Okay, so the three to four is sometimes you have to chase them around the mat. Yeah, because sometimes um we have like a small square about the size of your room. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's where they do jiu-jitsu. And sometimes people just run off and start chasing each other. Once that happened to me and I was chasing one and he was really quick and then I tried to get it and then another kid thought that we were playing a game and ran out and then I was trying to get both of them and it didn't work very well. (laughs) I'm so happy that you're getting to experience (laughs) this though. It does sound like fun. Mia, thank you for sharing your insights into your new world of coaching with us today. You're welcome, Mom. If you liked what you heard today, Please subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. And we'd love for you to please rate or review us. We have a website, glitterhour.com, where you can submit feedback or recommend topics for me to cover in a future podcast. As always, thank you for your support. All right, Mia girl, it's time to sign off for another week. This is Mia signing off. I love coaching.